0: Do you ever lay hands on people and they get healed? Do you ever get fireball hands? Mic check, mic check. Up? One, two, one, two. Welcome. D-A-C-Quattro. Oh, Lord. Episode 14. Uh,
1: for everyone else, that's D-A-C-Quattro.
0: That's D-A-C-Quattro. <laughs> that's a big one four for us, guys.
1: Welcome to the uncomplicated podcast podcast.
0: Let's get right to it. By the way, thank you for subscribing. Yeah. Because when you do that, that we've, we've gained a lot of uh, visibility, they call it, thank in you. the algorithm yes. out there. A lot of new people discovering, not just Christians, right? Right. This is a podcast for people who just have general questions about life, and they feel maybe, maybe God could help it be uncomplicated for them. And I think that that's a good strategy, because God never yeah. intended faith to be complicated. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Does God still do miracles today?
1: Does God still do miracles today? What do you? What are your uh, first thoughts on mm,
0: that? I think the fact that you are still with me for sixteen years, and we just celebrated sixteen <laughs> years, is a miracle. <laughs> I am not even joking, man. Think of how much we've changed over oh, the last wow. sixteen years, totally. and the fact that we're still in love—that's a miracle. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think uh, all the things that I see on a weekend, 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 weekend. Week in, week in. Week in, week out? <laughs> On a weekly re- basis? Yes, yeah, so a weekly <laughs> basis um, in people's lives. You know, I see, yeah. um, if you guys don't know this, we pastor a church, and so— I see a lot of people overcoming insane challenges and I yeah. know that their faith is what is is helping them overcome those challenges. The kind of challenges, whether it's grief or anxiety and depression or yeah. uh forgiving themselves forgiving or others. forgiving others. I mean, just seeing people overcome challenges and then never being the same because of it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that was God. Yeah. You know, that's a miracle. It's a miracle. Um I think uh, I think uh, this Saturday there's a big thing happening yeah, yeah. in our
1: church there's a couple yeah um, that uh, was divorced right They uh, decided to call it quits in their marriage and it just wasn't working and it was really hard. They were married for two and a half years so they made this decision uh, to get divorced two and a half years after getting married and
0: how hard is how hard is divorce?
1: I think it's probably one of the most brutal things for your yeah. heart and soul. Like yeah. it feels like your soul is being ripped apart. Yeah. And it affects yeah. your family and kids. And it's just, it's the worst. Yeah. I, I don't think anyone death. ever would say like, oh, divorce is great. It's no, easy. It's, it's fun. No, it's awful. Yeah. And it, it affects so many people. And so they went through this like gut-wrenching, life-altering devastation. Right. Um. I think so many times too people feel like, on the other side of divorce, it's a, it's a failure of a marriage, and so right. there's so much that just goes into that. So, long story longer. Um, you're grieving. They, you're grieving the life that yeah. you thought you were going to have with that person. hundred percent.
0: You're 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 feeling like a failure, yep. like you said. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're you're lonely. You're like in a whole new place of, yeah. yeah it's, like being, it's like a new life.
1: So they went their separate ways, started living their own lives, and I think they ran into each other if I remember the story correctly. At they the were mall. they were just telling us about it. Yeah, yeah. at the mall. And uh, they saw each other, and I'm sure they still had, you know, love for each other. Like, you're trying to forget about someone, but your heart and your your soul is still attached to this person. And uh, he told her, hey, I, I, st- I found this church, and I'm, I'm going to it. Uh, do you want to come with me? And she was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Like, that's good for you, happy for you. Um, and then I guess they started just... Staying in contact after that. Well, she
0: told me that she didn't want to go to church with him, her right. ex-husband. Right. But she started listening to the podcast. Yes. Yeah. And
1: so he was, you know, just telling her, this has been really great. and I think you'll love it. And she was like, I don't want to go to church with you. Um, But started watching uh, church online.
0: They eventually started coming to church together.
1: They started coming to church together.
0: One was at the morning service. One was the afternoon (laughs) service. Then they started going to the same service. One was sitting on this side of the auditorium. One was sitting on this (laughs) side of the auditorium. (laughs) (laughs) Started moving their way closer and closer and closer. Until one day I said, turn to the person next to you and kiss them on the lips in the middle of my sermon. And I did that. And then they fell in love. And that was the end of it.
1: No. So uh, they started going to church together, seeking God together. And... um, you can't call it anything but a miracle.
0: Marriage counseling. They went w- to
1: start going to marriage counseling. Who
0: goes to marriage counseling after you've already got when a When divorce? you're divorced. Yeah,
1: it, Only the Lord could work that out.
0: This Saturday, they're yeah. getting married all over Re-married again. married
1: <laughs> in front of their friends and their family. And they, they say they feel stronger than they've ever been. Yeah. They've put so in the happy. work.
0: Mm-hmm. They've
1: been going to marriage counseling. They're part of a marriage life group. And uh, just... So a, does a God still miracle do miracles today? That God can bring that reconciliation
0: to two people. I think that's a great example of a miracle. That's the third one I've seen at our church too. Yeah. It's funny cuz uh you know, I was actually talking about this to somebody who, you know, I mean, Jose and Delia were divorced for 12 years. Yeah. 12 years they were divorced and then they just got remarried a f- how many years ago?
1: Maybe five or so, and
0: so I'm officiating a wedding where the guy's giving his his vows to her a second time
1: with their kids, with there. with their
0: kids there. So yeah, okay. So we can get into this talk about does God still miracles today, and we can get into physical healings, and we can get right. into you know all sorts of things like that. But I think what we just said right there is probably one of the greatest examples of miracles that I see today. Yeah, is forgiving other people and 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 healing. Yeah. And of the heart, yeah, and trusting people that mm-hmm. have hurt you, I think that
1: <laughs> that is a miracle, is the biggest
0: miracle. But people don't that, that might not be the only person who's asking this. Right? Maybe someone's saying, "Does God do so miracles?" Because my heart's all jacked up. But maybe they're like, "Dude, my mom has been sick for a long time,
1: yeah,
0: and I'm praying that God heals my mom, and I'm hearing testimonies and seeing other people." experience all this incredible stuff from god right and i'm over here going like that's great for you and i'm happy for you but i'm losing faith because i'm still not seeing god do what i it it would appear he promises to do right throughout the bible maybe another person is is god still miracles maybe another person is saying does god still do miracles today because i love that i can still make you laugh you can that seems like a genuine laugh it was why else would someone be <laughs> asking, "Does God still do miracles today?" I'm your biggest today? fan.
1: I'm your biggest fan.
0: <laughs> why does God still do miracles today? Why would someone else ask that?
1: why does God still miracles today or does God still?
0: Why would someone else that ask that? Oh. We, we talked about yeah, their I own life, maybe believing for somebody else, but
1: I really think that maybe the person that's asking this is they're in need of a miracle for themselves mm-hmm. or their family mm-hmm. member and they're hoping. They're not like you said, they're maybe not seeing their answered prayer, their their response from God. That the one they want to see in their timing, um, and, and so they're reaching and saying, "Like, does God still do miracles? Can I keep the faith? Can I keep believing? Yeah. Can I keep praying? Like, I believe God- in the
0: God of the Bible. I believe He did miracles back then, right? But is it is is that crazy that I still am believing for something now, right? What's the definition of a miracle, babe? You gotta you gotta get into that. So yeah, that you know.
1: I think. Um, without me jacking it up too much, the dictionary would say that it is a surprising or a welcoming event that is uh, unexplainable with science or natural physical laws. Mm-hmm. Um, so it would point to a divine uh, intervention, a yeah. divine touch. So something that you can't explain in the world. Unless God did it. Unless God did it.
0: Yeah. And... I can think of a bunch of stories. So many. Let's get into some stories right now. Yeah. Who wants to go first? Me, me start, to go first. Start
1: at the beginning. Start with your childhood because I think you oh probably have gosh. a story. Oh my yes. Uh, it's super, I mean, only a miracle.
0: Okay. Oh man, so many miracles. Yeah. How about the fact that my mom was in the room with the doctor with a gown on and she had paid for me to be terminated. Yeah. So the abortion was paid for y'all. And I'm, she's in the room about to have the procedure. Yeah. There's like a receipt somewhere where this, right. And last second she gets up and walks out the door and decides not to have the abortion. In her gown. In her gown. Yeah. And she was 40 years old. This is in the eighties. She, there, there were complications. There was things, reasons to believe I wouldn't be a healthy baby. She had a career she was thinking of. Everybody in the world was telling her, Hey, you're a working woman. You need to just get rid of this kid. And she'd already, she's on the other side of a failed marriage. She wasn't married to my dad. So everybody told her not to do it. Last minute she walked out. I think I'm a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> then TMI, my dad doesn't need to know that I'm sharing this. <laughs> <laughs> my dad had had a vasectomy. You're
1: going for it. And Let's then he had a
0: vasectomy rev- reversal after his other wife. Mm-hmm. Because she'd wanted to have kids. And so somehow I'm still here th- after a visectomy. you
1: were supposed to be here. I think I'm a miracle.
0: <laughs> Everybody's trying to stop me. Gotcha. <laughs> but the Lord's like, I've got a plan. Yeah. So uh, there's that. I would say. that. Um, how about this? How about I did have complications. I wasn't. I was a yeah. problem child. Okay. <laughs> so um, I did have a lot of learning disabilities. Let's just try to. My mom. My mom. My mom can tell you better than me. I should bring her on the podcast, which would be fantastic. <laughs> but I was dyslexic. I was, um,
1: you had a little bit of OCD.
0: Oh, I had major OCD. I had like OCD, um, episodes, um, anxiety that was really bad as a kid with that. Um, let's see. I had ADHD. Mm -hmm. I went to a little place called the Sylvan, the Sylvan Learning Center for those of you who remember the Sylvan Learning Center. They're still around. Yeah. Every time I drive down Ventura and I see, uh, where it used to be, I think about this. And I was like in second grade and uh, I couldn't read and uh, Just snap your fingers if I'm going too slow on this story and I'll speed it up, but no, I'm just um, Basically, you know, I couldn't read I'm like in second grade like dreading for them to call my name Like please don't call my name. I don't want to read this out Like just it was awful like don't call my name And so my mom gets me, like, a a tutor, and I remember the tutor, like, discovering that I was dyslexic and telling my mom, and I remember that test, and then I remember them taking me to learning, Sylvan Learning Center, I'm in second grade, and they take the test, I take the test, it's like, it's like four hours, I remember taking a test at four years, like, okay, not only is he not smart, but he also has ADHD, he's, doesn't know, he's like, he's reading at a first grade reading level, and he's in second grade, are you gonna hold him back, the kid's not the brightest crayon in the box, okay. (laughs) And you can't pay attention, okay? Uh, good artist, though. I could draw with the crayons. <laughs> <laughs> just couldn't spell. Just couldn't write colors. my name. Yeah, I I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> so um, my, my mom is like, "Hey, uh, she went to Pentecostal church. She's like, we're going to pray. So uh, her life group and my dad and her, they were praying for me every night. I didn't realize this, but they would come into my room at night while I was sleeping in my little car bed. And they would lay their hands on me and they would pray for me every night. And they fasted for three days. Uh, As they prayed, and they were just absolutely believing that God was going to heal me, looking for a miracle. Uh And uh, I went back in three days later. I am not making this up. Took the four-hour Sylvan Learning Center test again. I could read, I'm not kidding, at a third-grade, six-month reading level when I was in second grade. I was instantly able to read my math. Once also above grade, mm-hmm. right? I was actually above the grade that I was in after three days at the sel- same Sylvan learner Center, same test. And everyone's like, holy smokes. Like, and what did you is tell this? your tutor? Oh, I've told you the story, huh? <laughs> yeah. I met my tutor and she was like, I was like, God healed me. Like, I don't need you to do I don't, uh, need I don't need anymore. your services anymore. I don't need your services anymore. You know, she's a nice tutor. I remember yeah. she gave me like this little like wind-up car or something like that <laughs> as a gift. But I was like, I know how to read and she can't hand me stuff. And I was like, <laughs> just reading through it, right? And so what can you say to that? Yeah. I didn't even like, you think like, I'm not going in and taking a test and like praying like, oh, God help me be right. able to read now. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I, my parents were sneaking in and praying for me at night when I was like, <laughs> finally fell asleep. Like I didn't know what was going on. Like instantly, radically... Caught up and beyond. And ever since then, never struggle, struggled in school. You write books now. I do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never I, I, struggled in school yeah. after that. I'm working on my master's right now. Yeah, getting yeah. good grades. I'm the only person in my family, I think, to to graduate master- college.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and now in a master's program. Yeah, and, um, yeah. So, anyways, uh, th- there it is. So, what do you say to that? Because I was able to go through school, and I wasn't a good student, but mm-hmm. I've always had good grades. Yeah. And it's because I just, I don't know. I just, God, God did something to my brain. He healed me. There was a miracle there. Yeah. I'm not dyslexic anymore. I'm not OCD anymore. I'm not, don't take Ritalin anymore. I don't, you know? Yeah. People, sometimes I have the tendencies of ADD people. You just have a lot of energy. To be distracted, but, (laughs) (laughs) you know, Uh, there you go. It's amazing. Bring the worship team out. Let's end this podcast. Let's (laughs) pray for people. It is
1: a miracle. I mean, I guess that's. How? Yeah, it, it's putting, uh, I think the word miracle, um, actually when you said that, it reminded me of a story. Um, I was in a really bad car accident mm-hmm. uh, three, four years ago, mm-hmm. and it was raining, and uh, I'll, it's going to take me a minute to get here to the word miracle, but I'm going to get there. Um, it was raining, I hydroplaned, I spun out across the freeway, I was in a minivan all by myself, uh, completely lose control of the car. The brakes aren't working. I'm pumping the brakes. The gas isn't working. Like the car is just on its own. And uh, I'm on a freeway and I begin to, it just takes off and it goes up this mountainside Mm -hmm. right off the side of the freeway. And uh, I have no control. It's just bouncing all over the place. Everything in the car is just moving. Airbags are going, you know, it's just, it's crazy. And then I barrel roll. Gravity, you know, takes Mm -hmm. its course and I barrel roll down back onto the freeway by a miracle right side up um i am okay every window's broken the car the van looks like it's a little it's just been condensed it's
0: it's a tin can it's crushed it's a tin can crushed dirt all over it there's glass
1: everywhere my i've hit my face on the steering wheel um But I have not one scratch on me yeah, and not one broken bone. It makes...
0: No, no, no. You forgot to tell us the where the the van landed.
1: Oh, yes. I should (laughs) have... (laughs) Should have landed if gravity would have done what it should do back into the middle of the freeway.
0: Right, 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 right.
1: And somehow I landed right side up on the shoulder, which absolutely makes no sense with gravity.
0: Well, no. You landed 100 feet.
1: Also... Maybe less than
0: 100 feet 100 feet. from a giant drop off of like a thousand feet where you for sure would have died, yeah, died. Uh-huh. Right. Check us out check us out. right in front of a sign Like you ever <laughs> drive down the freeway and you see the signs that say like adopt the freeway And then it has like the name of the person that yes. adopted the freeway right in front of the adopt the freeway sign and it says adopted by atheist <laughs> United group <laughs>
1: <laughs> god just had to flex a little yeah, bit on, on the full-blown miracle, full right. miracle
0: and the property that belonged that was adopted by the okay addicts. so
1: a miracle that i'm alive a miracle that i am not injured
0: right right, right, right
1: paralyzed right, right, right. hospitalized all a miracle um and a miracle that I'm not flipping out also, because I have been in like a fender bender where I like run into a wall that I didn't see as I'm backing out of a parking lot and I flip the heck out. Yeah. Um here I I'm I was awake, I never went unconscious. Landed right side up and was calm. I've never sensed the peace of God probably more present like physically in my life than that moment as I'm turning around multiple times in this car. My, the whole world is turning. because Yeah, but area. you know
0: what everyone else just calls that shock, Maria? They say that's no. not peace. They well, let me continue my story then. Okay. So, you
1: call, you know, let the, let the naysayers call it shock. Um, some wonderful human being uh, sees the whole thing and pulls over it's raining hard. She gets, she parks her car right by that Atheist United sign and gets out of the car, starts running towards my car. And uh, my windows are all broken, so I don't need to roll down the window. <laughs> and she's like, are you okay? And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. And uh, she's like, okay, let's get you out of here. And my car has been so crushed that she has to like pry the door open. She's got her foot up on the door, opening it. And um, she is hysterical. Like she's crying and she's shaking. We get into her car and she can't. And I was like, hi, like, what's your name? I'm Maria. Like, thank you so much for stopping. And she's just like hysterical. And I'm trying to calm her down. And I was like, tell me like, Thank you like were you on your way to work? And she's like, yeah, I'm like tell me about where you work. And here I am, like kind of if I have if I take myself out of the situation, really being a comfort to her in this moment right
0: And um you're the one who just almost died I was she the one that almost and you. she
1: goes, you should be dead. I saw the whole thing. I can't. And so I mean did called- she say that
0: she saw a miracle?
1: Well, that's where I'm getting to. Oh, Thank, thanks for uh, jumping the gun, <laughs> Justice Coleman. <calling>. <laughs> um, but I go off in the ambulance. We call 911. Um, she ends up calling your phone Yeah, yeah, yeah. a couple days later because my phone yeah. was smashed by all the other vehicles on yeah. the freeway because it flew out of the car. And um, she's like, can we please get together? Um, I, I, I need to talk to you about that day. And I was like, yeah, as soon as I think we a week later, once I was walking again and kind of just up, my face wasn't all bruised. We had lunch. And before we even got into the restaurant, we met in the parking lot. She hugged me and just began to weep. Mm. And she's like, I don't know what I saw that day. And I was like, she's like, it was as if the cosmos, these were her words, had stopped traffic. She's like, it was as if someone had placed your car right side up perfectly, even though that shouldn't have happened. She's like, all wow. of the traffic, it seemed like time had stopped and like something bigger than you had intervened.
0: Wow!
1: And I was like, it was a miracle. And she was like, it was like her head exploded. And she was like, oh my gosh, it was a miracle. And then we began wow. to, she's like, what was it that you had? She's like whatever you had, I needed, and I was drawing from, and like she just didn't have words because it was so miraculous, and I was like, it was. I'm like this might sound crazy, but it was the peace of God. She's like, boom again, the peace of God. Like it was all a miracle, and it was so cool for her. She was like, I got to experience a miracle, and I'm like, well, you're my you're my freeway angel. (laughs) But uh, interesting how sometimes shout out to Nora,
0: the freeway angel. We're still friends with Nora because Nora came to our church after that. Yeah. and gave her life to Jesus. Yeah. It was a miracle I think that prompted that. Yeah. So that story is a great example. Yeah. of when God can take something horrendous. Yeah. and use it. Yeah. for his good.
1: I'd go through it again to you know what I mean? He was with me. It was wow. a miracle for someone to experience the power and the the presence of God.
0: Romans 8:28 says God can use all things for the good who of those who love god and are called according to his purpose so yeah. that means that god can use all things yep and so you're you're about to you're about to crash Even car.
1: my terrible car driving. Yeah.
0: So <laughs> terrible someone's driver. gonna go well did god cause your car to crash well don't you don't have to look at it that way no. how about your car was gonna crash and then god jumped in and uh, saved how you?
1: how about i don't know how to drive in the rain <laughs> that's really what here's it a real is.
0: miracle that you still drive in the rain and you've overcome that fear that's a yeah, real miracle that is another miracle so The the question is, does God still do miracles today? And I think what's complicated about it is what? What makes it complicated? Why why is it so hard to believe? Why can't we just go, yeah, of course God still does miracles today. This is the person who believes God did miracles yesterday.
1: We're thinking, Does God
0: still believe? I mean, if you don't believe God does miracles, then that's understandable. But if you believe God used to do miracles in the Bible, but he doesn't do it now, why would you not think that? Right. Why would you think that God... Does or doesn't do miracles today? What in your life would lead you to kind of make that kind of assumption, or, or what do you think? What makes it so complicated? What makes miracles so complicated?
1: Maybe that every time we ask for them, we don't always necessarily see them. Okay, I think that's something that could complicate it. I'm asking, I'm asking, I'm believing, I'm believing, but I'm not seeing it happen. And I think that's that. Those are moments where we can question our our faith, or we question. God. And and that would be why maybe I saw them. I believe that in the Bible, there's tons of miracles. I mean, everything from healing to, uh, 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 God providing money in the coin in the in a
0: yeah
1: in the fish in a fish? that's a
0: that's a that's a deep cut right there yeah that's a, we were just studying that the other day that's why
1: <laughs> there, hey you need there's this a coin? story
0: in the Bible where Jesus t- they Jesus doesn't pay they ask Jesus if he pays his taxes and he goes hey go catch a fish and there's a coin in the fish's mouth yeah it's they like,
1: ask Peter they don't ask Jesus anyway the most random
0: little miracle but it's like only that is a gospel. miracle
1: yeah. I mean we see uh, God multiply food for people yeah. We see him part th- like we see yeah. God part third. There's all these different types of We see people come back from the dead. Yes, all these crazy,
0: yeah,
1: um, supernatural movements of God called a miracle. And why uh, does
0: God do miracles? They're complicated because sometimes people get healed, or sometimes the miracles happen, and sometimes they don't. Yeah, so it leaves you complicated. Like, how come God does that for him? But doesn't do it for me. Or how come that happens for her? Right. But when I'm but I need a miracle, I'm not getting one. Yeah. So that that, if if your like indication of miracles happen or not is if they happen the way you want, when you want, how you want it or yeah. not, that's gonna leave you a little bit confused. Totally. Right? Um, if your if your perspective, your posture is God can do mm. whatever he wants because he's God, then maybe it's not quite as confusing, right? Because you're yeah. like, well, it's up to God if he wants to do it or not, you know. There's no formula for this thing. There's no like, how do you feel about formulas? How do you feel about people saying? I
1: love formulas. Give <laughs> me all the formulas because I like things I can count on.
0: Okay, but how do you feel about miracle formulas? Yeah. How do you feel about that?
1: Oh, yeah. I,
0: how do you feel I, about that person who says, you know.
1: Yeah. Well, well, when I was younger, I was super close to my Aunt Ruby. Uh-huh. Loved her. Like, such amazing faith. So fun. She's just the most incredible person. And um, she, gosh, I'm getting, I hate getting emotional. Um, she was sick for so many years of her life. Right. She Best got friend. breast cancer. Then she got breast, then, you know, she was, had the surgery and got the cancer removed. Then she got breast cancer again. Then she had this cancer. Then she had brain cancer. Then she had brain surgery. Then she had, like, it was just, she was always sick. It was always something. And she had so much faith. Always believing. She'd. Right before surgery, we were with her at the hospital. She's got her Bible. She's reading it. She's singing worship songs as she's being rolled into sur- every surgery, just with all the faith in the world. Like I, when I think of faith, I think of her like strong, unshakable faith, like someone that's endured so much. How do they have so much faith? I don't know, but she did. And so um she passed away. She lost her battle to bring cancer the second time. And, uh, it was devastating, mm. you know, loved her so much. And I struggled with like, why didn't God heal her? Right. And, um, gosh, she passed away like 20 years ago, so long ago. And, um, I remember being at a church and they had like a guest speaker and he would start talking about healing. And, um, I was, he was like, yeah, if you don't have faith, you won't be healed. Like you, if you know people that don't get healed don't have faith. Wow! And I was like, "What did he just say?" Because it, I know, and the Bible will tell us there is faith is a catalyst. Faith is a part of healing. But I experienced on a very personal and deep level someone that had faith that mm. didn't get healed. Mm. And I'd never in my life—I've grown up in church my whole life—been so like offended by what whoever was on the stage said. I got up and I like stormed out of this building, and I was like, "This, who is this guy? Like, why would he wow. say such a, a a terrible thing? Like, that's yes, there's a component of faith, but like sometimes God doesn't heal people. Mm. And if there was a formula, I would be in hospitals mm. <laughs> every single day praying for people. If mm. You know, if if I could count on God doing the miracle in a certain time or when I wanted the way I wanted, I would that would be my life's mission right. is to just go lay hands on people and pray for them and see them healed if there was a formula. But I think I've learned over the years and I went like on a deep journey with God after this because it was so disheartening. It was so upsetting that like what's the formula god (laughs) give it to me because this isn't fair you know i know it talks about faith and healing being but we see in the bible uh, a guy that couldn't walk and it wasn't the guy's faith that healed him it was a friend's faith like if i could have faith for someone else i would do that too so there's just it was confusing for me and and I just went on a journey for years and I was like, I, I want to understand this. I understand your sovereignty, God, and I trust you and I'm grieving and that's okay. I know you're with me. I love you. I don't question who you are and your goodness, but like, I want to understand healing a little bit more because it was, it was really hard for me.
0: Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bring it up. I know. I'm sorry. I reacted <laughs> that
1: way too much. I'm sorry. You can. Well, move.
0: we've had conversations about formulas. Before. Yeah, that's why I knew if I said that that you'd remember that totally. But I didn't. I didn't mean no, to no, it.
1: no. I'm sorry, I got emotional.
0: <laughs> no, don't apologize. You didn't get emotional. I mean, it's. I think everybody's watching knows how sincere this is. Like you lost one of your closest friends. Yeah. So my my next question for you is, you know, what did that do to your faith? So you you see your sister who has uh, your aunt, excuse me, mm-hmm. who has so much faith for all these other times, and eventually she passes away. And, you know, there was no question that she had faith. Right. And then this guy is talking at church and he's like, if you don't have faith and they don't get healed, basically it's your fault because you didn't have enough faith or they didn't have enough faith. Am right. I saying that correctly? Yep. So you get up and walk out of church. Yeah. You're like, heck no. Right? And then you say you go on this deep journey of, you know, looking at the Bible and looking at faith. And has that changed, see, not seeing a miracle when you needed one, has that changed the way you pray for people or the way you trust God?
1: Um. I think it's brought me closer to God. I think I've I've always had faith. No, it hasn't because I know the character of God. And I think on the journey after losing my aunt and trying to figure out this thing, it, it didn't shake my faith like, God, why aren't you good? Like I knew mm-hmm. the goodness of God. I knew his faithfulness, his consistency throughout my life. And I know that death is part of life. And there's that component too where we're every day we're getting one day closer to death. I think... It was resolving that I, God is sovereign and he, she is healed. She's, my, my aunt is in heaven with Jesus in a, a a perfect state of being. Right. And so when he promises healing, he delivers on that. Right. It's just, we, we're not, we don't get to, even though we desperately would want to pick which side of heaven that occurs on. Right um, it, it happens. Like God is faithful that she's healed now. I just wanted it selfishly here to be on earth. And, you know, she died at 48. Um, she had half a life to, to live. So I wish Mm -hmm. it was here, but she's in a better place with Jesus, not in pain, not suffering anymore. So I don't know if that answers your question. No, it totally does. Um, You're
0: saying God, you know, God still answered the prayer. You saw the miracle, but you may not have witnessed it yet. Yeah. Because, you know, and you also said that this hasn't impacted your faith in a negative way because somehow it brought you closer to God because it it was a trust issue. It 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 was
1: a trust issue. And I think a journey, like when I don't understand God, I realize in my human state of being, my mind is small. Like God is is so much bigger and greater and more sovereign than my mind can comprehend
0: Right,
1: that when I don't understand something, I may get frustrated or I may, um, I don't know, I, I have to wrestle with it, but it's in that wrestling where I feel like I am drawing closer to God. And his, the, the word says that he'll, when you draw close to God, he'll draw close to you. So right. um, even though I was wrestling with, The whole healing, how it works, and the formula, and all of that, I think looking back on that season, it brought me closer to the presence of God, and I got to know Him better and trust Him more.
0: Let me ask you another question. Yes. When people are sick, and they come for you to prayer, Mm -hmm. for prayer, which happens every single week of your life. Yep. Do you still pray for them to see a miracle? Absolutely. Even though you've seen...
1: Yeah. Because I know it will happen. I just don't know when. If, you know, God God is a healer. And so I'm going to believe with all my faith, with everything inside of me for a miracle. Because he still does them. And whether he does it that day, the next day, the next year, or in eternity, he's going to do it. And so I have all the faith to see miraculous healings um, all the time. Did not change my faith in, in wanting and believing to see a miracle.
0: Let's talk about this guy who stands in front of the church Yeah, and tells everybody, hey, if you don't pray hard enough or mm-hmm. if you don't have enough faith or the person who needs the miracle doesn't have enough faith, then don't expect the miracle. Now, that is something that I have heard a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have seen that a lot. And it bothers me big time because yeah. I know your story and yeah. I know how much that hurt you. At the same time, It did drive you to a place of, you know, not seeing the miracle. Yeah. Drove you to a place closer to God. As Mm -hmm. much as maybe seeing the miracle maybe would have or wouldn't have not. Why does God do miracles? I think Jesus had kind of an interesting relationship with miracles because it said that whenever he did the miracles, people would believe. Yeah. But it wasn't that they were believing in miracles, it's that they were believing in him. Totally. And so miracles are ways that God helps us trust him. And I think we live in an age where we want miracles for the sake of miracles. Mm, I want a sign. Exactly. I want a sign. I'm spiritual. You know, the universe has healed me. The body has healed itself. The, mm-hmm. you know, we get into this place of like miracles being its own standalone spiritual kind of essence, yeah. not that there's a miracle worker who cares about you and is doing getting involved in your life to show you that he loves you. Yeah. Right. So miracles draw us close to the miracle worker. Do you know believing in miracles is one thing but believing in the God of miracles is a completely different thing Yeah, I believe in the force from Star
1: Wars
0: (laughs) versus I believe in God right, you know, it's a personal presence of God It's a caring presence of God Versus you know, like I like to use that illustration with the force of Star Wars But this guy, you know, this is what he did man He went around and he was able to pray for people and see miracles and this guy saw lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of miracles. That's what this guy did. It was like it was like he just had this superpower where he went <laughs> around and like and stood in front of churches and invited people to come down to the front and they would leave their crutches there and they would leave their wheelchair there and they would get, you know, they would get healed. And uh-huh. that and that was what it was. And sometimes some of the people didn't, you know, and sometimes he was such a jerk that people got up and walked out of his, <laughs> his tea drinks. And I don't know this guy's name, but I met him. Yeah, so so should I tell that story? Yeah, sure eh,
1: should eh, I, eh, eh,
0: eh. It's not a nice one.
1: Yeah, let's not but.
0: let's do it so <laughs> Because people need to know this man. I mean think about it What if you're watching online and you, you only thing you think of is the guy who's standing in? what if this is the only example You have you know, yeah, so here's this guy and I'm and, and I'm gonna I'm be, I feel like I'm gonna try to say this as an, in the most honoring way possible See,
1: honoring babe
0: Okay, I'm gonna say this in the nicest way possible Okay. homeboy standing in the front of the church What's he wearing?
1: A three-piece suit.
0: Three-piece suit. <laughs> was it a nice suit or a cheap suit?
1: It is a nice suit. Yeah, yeah, it is.
0: And he's got a watch on. What kind of rocks is it?
1: It's a Rolex.
0: Yeah, it's got a not, he's got a nut he's got he's got a big watch on, a roly. He's got the suit on. He
1: probably has like one of those pocket chain watches <laughs> too. I remember Pinky correctly. Ring, what's up? No, and seriously. Yeah, so a w-
0: ring. the reason why I met this guy was because I was about to have a surgery. I was so sick. I don't know if you, I remember. you remember this whole story, yeah. right? Uh-huh. I, I was, we were. It was our first year married, and I was having such bad headaches that um, they were going to have to drill into my nose and drill into like my
1: Sunoid sinus. Was yeah, 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 Pressing Psunoid. on your brain, so they yeah. were going to carve out your nose so it could drain. Yeah, but because I had so much mucus in my brain, that is up by your brain was so um, full and was not draining that it was pressing on your brain and yeah. causing these awful headaches and so they had to go up there they were going to drain it yeah, and so then all the pressure would go away yeah. on your brain
0: yeah i remember them sticking a camera oh i remember my nose that, that was awful. screaming oh that was so awful anyway so i was dreading the surgery I, like I told you, I've been healed of ADD. I've, I've seen people, I've seen God heal people. I was, no question. So then you tell me that this guy is doing a, like, miracle night somewhere.
1: Some like a night of healing at yeah. some church. We're not going to say
0: where it is because I don't want you to find this guy. At a different city. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so, you know.
1: I think you, you were like, I know God. I know he can heal. Yeah. If I'm desperate right now. I was desperate. For some relief in your head, in your brain, in your life. It was affecting all everything you couldn't work you couldn't do anything yep you're like i know god heals i'm gonna go to this thing yep and uh
0: i remember i remember it i put you in the car we
1: brought our parents my mom was in town your parents came and my parents came all six of us were there yeah sitting together and you're like i'm gonna ask for healing and i was like go
0: for it i had really crazy faith when i was in my young 20s though you did i was crazy i was like fasting every week like (laughs) Praying for me, I was crazy back then. So I was radically saved. I was on fire. I was on fire for the Lord with the Holy Ghost. So I get in the car and drive, which is usually how I drive in yeah. the car. Mm-hmm. I get there. And I probably the, drove in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, because I couldn't see. Man, I had yeah. to keep my eyes closed because my head hurt so bad. Mm-hmm. So we get there, and uh, in the parking lot is this guy's van. And it has like,
1: does they have a picture on I it? I think it had
0: like yep. his face on it or something. Him or and his wife. I don't know what it was. I don't know what it was, Right. Yep. And so we're they sitting were traveling there traveling ministry. Exactly. So uh, he's an older guy. So he starts talking out the gate. Right out the gate, dude. Oh, I remember this. Out the gate, Rolly, dude. Without the, the gate, he's like, he's like, hey, before we get this started, I just want to tell you I have some CDs for sale. <laughs> I'm like, this dude's hawking his CDs. He goes, if you buy my CD collection, when we get these on DVD, which they're all being translated, <laughs> maybe sold. it was tapes being translated. No, it was CDs. He goes, We're we'll send you old. the DVD upgrade. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And, 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 and every I, I, I think I've, I've said this plenty of times. Like, I am a skeptic, okay? Yeah. I am not gullible, all right? Not by nature. I'm well, not saying I can't fall I, for anything. Just I'm just saying my w- default is to be skeptical.
1: Well, it, and when you start out the gate with that, it just it kind of leaves a bad taste
0: in your mouth. At Listen, least
1: it left a bad taste in my. W-
0: mouth. In what area of your life do you judge more than than Christians? I mean, you walk into a church, you're gonna judge everything about the church. I'm sorry, you're gonna walk in, <laughs> you're gonna be like, this is how the church spends money. Oh, this is how the this is what the worship leader's wearing. Oh, this is what the, you know what I mean. That that's you when you 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 when you walk into a church, you already you're already like in judgment mode. Because, Why do you think that is? Because churches. I think they don't mean to do this, but what you're doing is you're saying this is how you're supposed to live life. Mm. So anybody who's going to stand up on a stage and say this is what it looks like to follow God or this is what it's supposed to look like you're probably going to judge. I think
1: it. that's true and I think, and I think what actually good. I think it's kind of ex- good. magnifies it is that church is a place where you're vulnerable. Yeah, and you feel insecure. And you feel insecure because and of that vulnerability.
0: Judged. So, yes. So. And I think there's something something okay with that. Okay. I think I think you need to I think you should be able to answer for how you spend the money mm-hmm. and what you're wearing and all that kind of stuff, you yeah. know. Anyways, this guy He's not worried about that. <laughs> no, nope, he's not worried about what he's people are thinking at all. He's selling some CDs and Slinging those DVDs. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm sitting there in my head. You know, my mom's next to me, which is so crazy. And these are my parents who've seen me heal before. They've seen. Anyway, to long story short, uh, he calls everybody down to the front who wants to get healed. Okay, so I go down to the very front. I go to the very aisle, okay, and he has everybody. Alter. Yeah, the altar, right? Yes. There's probably, how many people are in that? How many mm, people?
1: 30, 40
0: people. 30, 40 people. I was gonna say more lined Maybe. up at the front, and I was down there and I was on my knees and 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 uh, he comes down and he starts to pray for me and then he stops and he goes put your hands on your no no I didn't tell the story no no, no I didn't no. tell so, the story so so,
1: so I didn't tell you were the, story. the very last one up there no, he no, no, prayed no, no. for everyone else yeah and then but you remember were still what I
0: said before I went up there
1: oh yeah I do remember this actually
0: tell tell what I said so we're so sitting we're there sitting I'm judging there. I'm judging the snot and out of this honestly, guy I'm already like I want to get out okay
1: I'm already like kind of checked out if I'm being totally honest because totally. this is the same guy that told me that my aunt died because she yeah. didn't have faith you're like why am i here and i'm like why am i here so i already have a big wall up and i'm like okay god i know you i know you can use anyone you say the rocks will cry out like you can use anyone so it's not about him it's about you so i'm there but
0: you you're know so judgy
1: judgy mcjudgerson got a wall up <laughs> over here
0: judge mathis judge maria with the gavel.
1: um is there i'm judging too, you know at a distance and so um He's talking about how when he's received this gift from God of healing and when he prays for people, they're healed. And I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, my hands get hot and I pray for He's like, for my people. hands
0: get hot. They get he hot. He goes, this
1: is like how I know that the healing power of God is on me. My hands get hot. And I was like, okay.
0: Okay, fireball okay, hands. Okay,
1: fireball hands. And Justice okay, turns Mr. to me. We're 23 Four. years old. And he goes, I want fireball hands. He did not, and again, the pat, the the guy ministering did not call him fireball hands. He goes, Hey, if they're fireball hands, I want them. I want I want that gift. I want to pray for people and they get healed.
0: Yeah. Well, what he said was, he said Romans eight twenty eight, which I quoted a minute ago. Um, in that same chapter in Romans eight, it says, "If God would give us His Son, what would He hold back from us?" Mm-hmm. And the point that Sleazy McSleaserson was making. <laughs> Justice Don't be, be judged. Geez, be kind. I'm be sorry. Kind. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The point. I was the one offended with it. Okay. not you. <laughs> the point that Mickey Miracle Worker over here was saying was, why wouldn't God heal you? If He's given you his son, why would he hold back anything else? Anything else. And that's when I turned to you and I was like, well, hey, if we're going for it, then I don't only want to. These are my words. I don't only want to be healed tonight. I want to be able to lay hands on people and heal them.
1: You used the word fireball hands. <laughs>
0: Listen, if there's a scenario where I walk out of here (laughs) shooting fire out of my hands, that's why I'm here tonight.
1: And I remember (laughs) you saying that and I was like, okay, I just, you know, I I was saying I
0: want to be able to lay hands on people.
1: Right. I want to, you know, if God would do that, would trust me with that gift, I would operate in that. So anyway, so you go up for healing. He asks everyone who wants healing to come up to the front. You go up there. He prays for every single
0: person. He started to pray for me first. You, don't you remember this? He started on this side of the Maybe. room, and then he started to pray for me. And then and he, then he told me to put my hands on my own face. No,
1: no one was down there because he called me to come down no, with you. You're,
0: you're not remembering the sto- how the story okay, goes. Okay, then tell me the story. I'm all, we're all lined up down at the front, yeah. and he's going to start this way and start praying for everybody. Oh, okay. And he, right when he started to pray for me, I was on the side because I kind of wanted to, like, not be seen because i was already like over this and he's like put your hands on your own face oh yeah i do remember. so i put my hands on my own face and as i started praying for myself i felt all of the mucus start draining out of my sunoid sinus and my nose and it was building up in my mouth and i was feeling all the mucus and i started swallowing it (laughs) yeah like instantly like as i was praying for myself that was happening
1: and so then, and he, then, like, he prayed for and then he prayed for everyone else and, and you're they still all still got dismissed
0: there. and I was the only one left. And, and then, then he, he co- asked you your name. He yeah. was like, hey, stand yeah, 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 up. He yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll called me. It's just too personal. I don't want to get too personal. On this. Okay. So then he pulls me down to the front. Well, because I was the last one there. Uh-huh. And he tells everybody basically that I've at that I've either asked or I want the gift of healing. And he has me put my hands out like this, and he puts his hands on top of mine, and he calls you out of the audience, and he makes you stand there and pray next to me. And he, like, gives me this uh, this this the impartation. Like, he prays for me that I would be—and my hands get hot, and I encounter God in a real way. And, the you know, who's mocking who now? <laughs> Joke's on me. Yeah. Joke's on me. And I get this— This moment, this encounter with God that I cannot deny.
1: supernatural.
0: You were standing next to me. You were laying hands on me when it happened. It was Mm -hmm. a full-blown supernatural moment, Mm -hmm. right? With the dude in the suit and the Rolex. And the pink earring. And, you know what I mean? I bought all the DVDs. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) 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 You did Uh, not. I did not buy DVDs. And Uh, I was like, oh,
0: my gosh. Like, it was wild, you know? And then, and then uh, we were walking out, and I saw him in the, in the lobby, and I was like, well, what do I do? I have a surgery scheduled for, mm-hmm. for Tuesday in, like, three days, you know? It was, like, on a Sunday night when we went. And he's like, you just got to keep believing if God heals you or not. You got to keep faith, just like he told you. You know what I didn't do? I didn't keep the faith, and I had the surgery. That's what I did. I had the surgery even though I had that encounter with God. How sad is that? And
1: what did it, what did they what happened during your surgery?
0: After the surgery was over they said there was nothing to drain, it was empty. I had the surgery anyways even though I didn't need it mm-hmm. because I didn't have faith that I was healed. So, how about that story? There's how about that story? One. I don't think I've ever told that story publicly because it's so it's crazy. wild. It okay? is wild. It's wild. Now, justice do you ever ha- pray, lay hands on people and they get healed? Do you ever get fireball hands? That's the next, that's the follow-up question, <laughs> right? That's the follow-up question, right? All right, so how much longer do we have on this podcast? I don't know, tell us. Okay, we got to in it right here. Okay, here we go. So I'll pick one story, okay? I could pick a million stories, right? So um, COVID, one of our closest friends, mm-hmm. right? Mo- his mom yep. is in Mexico gets COVID, she's going to die. Yeah. They put her in a helicopter,
1: mm-hmm.
0: fly her to LA. Yep. They have her in the ICU COVID unit. Yep. They're saying that she's going to die.
1: Yeah. Her lungs, both her lungs collapsed uh, in in the air. In the air. Okay, the first in the time. air. In
0: the air. Yes. Yeah, they they reinflated them yep. or whatever. They got them back, and, which is important to the story. She's there in the room. Mm-hmm. I'm at home, and you're like, I'm going to go over there and be with my friend. Yeah,
1: my best friend. For
0: comfort. Yep. And I go, well, I'm going to go over there and pray for him.
1: And I go, you can't. It's COVID. They won't let you in.
0: And I'm like, yeah, you're right. This is a year into COVID. I haven't gotten to pray for anybody in a hospital, which is a big part of They don't of let- I, Yeah. I mean, they wouldn't yeah. even
1: let them in the hospital. And We're suddenly, outside like the this, hospital,
0: I have this faith where it's like, dude, go pray for them in the hospital. And I'm like, all right, I got to go. And, and you I, did. I mean, I, I think we
1: had the faith like, okay, this is the end. We're just going to be good. I'm going to be a good friend to my friend. I'm just going to be there with them because there's nothing we can do. We can't see her. We can't, like, yeah. there's, yeah. and you were like, I'm going to go pray for her. No, I I
0: remember the thought of if they don't let me in to pray for her, am I going to go in anyways and find a way? Yeah. I remember having the thought, like, do I get in trouble if I go in with, if I just, like, <laughs> go through the doors? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I was thinking because I knew I, I had that sense of faith. Yeah, you, you know? did. Which doesn't happen all the time. No. You know? Mm-hmm. So I felt like, I was, uh, uh, in, in the words of the Blues Brothers, I'm on a mission from God. Yeah. <laughs> You've never seen the Blues Brothers. You don't no, know. Nobody's Nobody's seen the Blues Brothers. Okay. So I felt like this is what God wanted me to do. I drive over there. Mm-hmm. We're downstairs. We're like, there's no way they're going to let you see. I'm like, fine. Like, there's no way. There's no way. I'm they like, let just, just the, tell them the that they're kids, her pastors here. The yeah. adult
1: children, two of them, go in to say their goodbyes.
0: And I got to go with them.
1: And somehow you snuck in with them. Yeah. They so let I'm you.
0: in there, and we have hazmat suits on. We got gloves. We got, we got double masks, Matt got goggles, double masks, the whole entire thing, hoodie, the whole, right. And we sign a f- waiver. Like you're going to be exposed to COVID. They let us in. I'm telling you the fast version, but at this point, so many barriers have been out of the, they let yeah. us in. And it's now a, suddenly, it's a miracle. You're in there. Suddenly I'm in an, ICU. Suddenly I'm in a COVID unit.
1: <laughs> I see you. Okay.
0: With this person with COVID and, and I'm there with their kids and they're, and, and she's the only one in the COVID unit. That's probably why they let us do it because everybody else was, had passed away. And they said, or been released or whatever. And they said, you can go in and say your goodbyes. And we walked in, and we said, we're not here to say goodbye. And we put our hands on her, and we, this sounds so crazy and dramatic, we got down on our knees in the middle of that ICU or whatever that COVID unit was, and just prayed for her, dude, with confidence and with faith mm-hmm. that God was going to heal her, didn't say goodbye, said, Mom, we'll see you again. And I told her, we'll see you on Mother's Day, because Mother's Day was coming up. And we got out, we left, and uh, we left, and, I mean, the faith was not just mine, it was her two kids. Yeah. And later that night, we got a phone call that her lungs had collapsed.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: She was getting worse, not better. And when we were walking, what did I say to you when we were walking out?
1: You, I would put a million dollars on the line that she's going to be healed. Yeah. And I was like, Really? And you're like, I know it. I know that I know that God is going to heal her. And she's she's they're going to be with her on Mother's Day. Yeah. And I was like, because honestly, like your faith was so radically different than like mine and my friends. Like we were just grie- almost pre-grieving her death. Yeah. And you were like, no, she is God. I'm confident. I yeah. would put a million dollars on it. Yeah. That
0: God's going to heal her. That night we got the phone call. Her lungs lungs are collapsed collapsed again. So everything's going downhill. And I called up and we were on the phone with your friends. I'm like, does this change anything? Does this change anything for you? And they're like, no, it doesn't. We still believe. And this almost sounds like even the way I'm describing how I was acting, I feel like the guy with the suit and the watch on at this point. Right? Does this change anything? Have you ordered my DVDs? Has this changed anything? Like, I feel like that guy right now. That's your faith how was strong. Confident I was. You
1: were so confident. Loses
0: the lung, lungs collapse, either one or both or whatever she it remember, is. But it I don't was know. Sad. It was. I mean, dude. Next night or that she night, she was in the hospital was, for over a month at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah. like yeah.
1: this was Mexico hospitals, dude, L.A.
0: hospitals. She wakes up that night, pulls the respirator out herself, pulls the respirator out of her own throat, right, and rode to recovery. Bam, and like she was, two days later talking to your kids on FaceTime or something radical. Mother's Day, out of the hospital. Like, insane.
1: Full-blown miracle. Full-blown miracle. Full-blown miracle.
0: During COVID. You need miracles like this during COVID. Yeah. Because all of our friends in the medical profession, it was just like all of our nurse friends and doctor friends. Awful. Just yeah. so discouraging. And yet, in the middle of all this death and all these, why does God let these things happen? And where, why isn't he answering their prayers? Here's one story that I saw where this guy still has his mom. Yeah. And she's healthy today and she's doing good. Yeah. And it was a full-blown miracle. What do the doctors call it? A miracle. Yeah. That's what the doctors called it. Yeah. Right? And I, I have other stories like that where I've had doctors tell me that. Yeah. I've had other stories like that. But, um, yeah. I mean, what do you do with all that? Wrap us up. Wrap us up, babe. Does God still do miracles? Why is it so complicated? And what do you do about these televangelists? And what do you do about the prayers that you pray for that don't get answered? And how do you keep having faith? Give Tell us what to do, babe. <laughs> that's a Wrap lot, it up. That's
1: a lot of questions, a lot of loaded All questions. All I know is what I've seen, man. <laughs> when I think about miracles, I think about the stories in the Bible. God provided food for a lot of people, mm-hmm. multiplied things. Mm-hmm. He rescued people, uh, brought them to safety. Mm-hmm. Um, but my favorite miracles that I really think— describe and depict the heart of god is when jesus would heal someone one-on-one always when uh the guy that was blind couldn't see he 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 didn't want a crowd he he i mean there were times there were crowds it was for the crowds it it, you know but i think his miracles being so personal god loves you yeah he wants to do a miracle in your life probably more than you want to receive a miracle in your life yep I think faith is a component, whether it's your own faith or the faith of people praying for you or around you. Uh, God is a good God. And I think miracles, um, show his goodness. I think, uh, when you get to know God, whether you see the miracle and the timing you want, or you don't, if you know, his character, you can trust him. Yeah. I think, um, I think he loves doing miracles. I think he wants to do a miracle in your life. I think keep praying, keep, believing, keep seeking, keep knocking. God says you'll find him, and it may not end up just like you thought, but he's going to come through. He's going to show himself to you. He will be with you. Um, he's a good God.
0: Whether he doesn't answer your prayer with the way you want or he doesn't give you a miracle the way you want, like Maria says, either one can still bring you closer to him. God's goal is not that you would have faith in miracles. It's that you would have faith in him. Yeah, You're not supposed to trust the miracle formula. You're supposed to trust the miracle worker. He wants you to trust him. And if you will put in the comments right now on YouTube what you're praying for or where you need a miracle, we will pray for that. We absolutely. If will you pray just for put that. it in the comments, just say, "Hey, man, I'm praying for." Maybe you are on the other side of a broken heart, like we opened up with, talking about a marriage, right? Yeah. And you need a miracle for God to heal your heart. Maybe you got a family member that's far away from God, or and you're trying to ask God to bring him back, or maybe it's a physical thing. I mean, I can tell you right now. My mom has MS, yeah, and I'm praying like crazy for her, and it doesn't seem to be getting better. It seems to be getting worse, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's awful, you know. And here I am praying for somebody to get healed of COVID, and seeing that happen, bam, miracle. Yeah, I had the kind of faith that was like I would put money a million dollars on this, a million dollars on it, and then bam, and then I have I'm have it's hard for me to keep the faith for my mom right now. Yeah, if I can be honest, because it's just been years where I keep praying and praying and praying and praying. And so, my only hope is that those praying, that all that prayer time and all that hope is actually bringing me closer to God. Yeah. Because, so like, good. Maria's story, even when she heard that her faith wasn't enough or whatever, you know, it brought you closer to God. You didn't yeah. even, even, you know, so so no matter who it is, whether he's wearing, a, no matter what his suit he's wearing <laughs> or w- what watch he's got on, at the end of the day, man, God is who God says he is. Yeah. We get everything wrong, you know, compared to, to how true he is. He... Is a good God, like you said. He's faithful. He loves you. He's on your side. And uh, press in, draw close to him, and believe that the best is yet to come.
1: So good. We out.
0: DAC (laughs) Quattro.